Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. Welcome to Alive and Green with your host, Mario Jr. Want to help save the planet and have fun while you do? Eco Mario will give you the green scoop and maybe even tell a joke or two. Now, here's your host, Mario Jr. Well, this is another day on the Mario Jr. Alive and Green show on Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. And our topic today is global warming safety with Palm Coast 13. Well, you know, I love to have fun, so in each broadcast... I have a joke of the day, and also I'll give a green tip to help you on your green journey. So here's the riddle to the joke, and you know at the end of the show, I will give you the answer. So today's riddle is, why do hurricanes travel so fast? Can I say it again? Why do hurricanes travel so fast? Wow, I wonder. (laughs) Well, today we are going to have so much fun and a fun Mm -hmm. and factual show If you have been concerned about the effects of global warming and how to stay safe as your climate changes, this show is for you. Today I'm speaking with my guests, Ms. Allison, Ms. Eleanor, and Ms. Linda. Hello, ladies. How are you doing? Hello, Mario. Great. Great. I am familiar with what the CERT team stands for. However, Linda, will you tell our listeners what CERT team stands for and your mission statement and the organization and where the facility is located? CERT stands for Community Emergency Response Team. It is set up in each community throughout the United States. Uh, Our branch, we have five different groups here in Palm Coast or in the Flagler County vicinity. Ours is Flagler CERT and we're located all over the county. We meet at the Emergency Operations Center in Bonnell. Well, one at at a time please. Tell our listeners why you wanted to volunteer in this elite squad? Well, I've been a volunteer for over 30 years, and I want to do things to help my community, and this was just another way to do it, where I can get out. We do search and rescue. We feed people during emergencies. We can take medicine to people if they need it. So this was another way to help our community, and that's why I wanted to do it. Allison? Uh, Eleanor and myself, we haven't been in there that long, about uh, probably two or three years. I just feel like I need to help the community because I like to volunteer at different locations and places. Thank you. Eleanor? I like to get out and be able to do something useful in this community also. So that's why I'm volunteering. Awesome. Well, I had the opportunity to participate in the Tornado Round Table exercise with my mom because um, she is a volunteer also. Due to my age, I'm not able to be an officer member, but of the CERT team, I'm wondering if there will be a youth team soon? They're looking into that fact at this point, but they haven't started a youth team yet. But it would be from ages 12 to 17 if they get it started. Well, I had an opportunity with that consistent changing weather patterns. I believe it has to do with a multitude of bad world choices, for example, the greenhouse effect, silly pollution, and slow recycling habits, which are causing these unwanted natural disasters. So we are thankful for our uh, organizations like yours. Mom? We are thankful. It's been a a real pleasure uh, meeting with Miss Allison, Miss Eleanor, and Miss Linda, and I'm learning a lot, and so I'm grateful for these ladies. Well, thank you. Well, what is your main goal to accomplish when weather disasters happen? To be available to help the community in whatever role we need to be. Eleanor, what do you think? Well, I'm ready, willing, and able to respond to whatever is needed for the uh, whole county. Allison? I think the same thing what they both said is we're willing, in my community where I live, I have a lot of people on our team that we can all get together by our radios. We have to keep in touch. Well, thank you. Why do you think it's so important to have a natural disaster kit? Because during a disaster, you're not going to have time to go back and get what you need. That's why it's very important to have these things set up. For adults, it's important that they have all their paperwork ready to go in a minute. It's what we call a go box. Their mortgage papers, their insurance papers, dogs' papers even. 
uh, for children. It's important for them to have things put together that are very important for them, their schoolwork or something that's very important that they can take in a minute. Uh, a few years ago, we had exactly five minutes' notice when they told us to leave the county because of a fire. They were afraid of a flashover. And if that occurs, it would wipe out the total community. And let me tell you, there's nothing any harder than to leave your home and not know whether you'll see it again. Right. Now, my question is, what is a flash fire? A uh, flash fire is when the fire is so hot that it just flashes back over itself and will catch everything in its way on fire. It will just totally destroy everything. It is so hot that it destroys everything in its path and wow. can't be stopped. Now, with that, I'm like, well... So how do you think that is caused? How do, well, why do you think it got so hot? Do you think of, ro- of global warming or things in the city that's making it pollution? I think a lot of it had to do because we didn't have the rainfall. And, of course, the rainfall didn't come because of the pollution and uh, shooting things into the atmosphere that's now changed our whole weather. And it's uh, what happened was everything got real dry. And we're at that position right now. At the precise moment, we have over 20 fires burning here in Flagler County. Wow. Well, you are listening to the Voice of America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. And you know our topic today is global warming safety with Palm Coast 13. Do you think most people have a disaster kit and plan? I think they do, yes, if they're in this area and they've been through this before. I think they do because the emergency operations in the county are very much pushing this idea. Every time they go out to speak, they're telling people to put these kits together, be ready to move, be ready to do things. So, yeah, I think it's very important here. Lynn, um, Allison? I think it's very important. Last night we had an opportunity to hear Troy Harper, which we weren't there, but I've heard him before, and he is pushing that everybody does have a go kit to be prepared because you never know on these fires that we're having here now. Eleanor? Yes, I have my own go kit available with all my important papers and things that I wouldn't be able to replace handily, so I feel prepared. What is in a disaster kit, and what is a simple plan that you can have? A disaster kit, it depends on what you're talking about. Mostly you need food, water, your medicines, uh, things that you would need to take with you the spur of the moment. If you're taking pets with you, you would need pet food. If you're taking small children, babies, you would need diapers, baby food, things like this. And you need to have enough for three days because you don't know whether you're going to be able to get to a store or get these things right away again. So they tell you to have enough for three days. Even things as simple as you would think of toilet paper, toothbrush, things like this, so that you can survive for three days without having to go to the store to get anything to replace it. Do you think that there's like a difference between different disasters like a hurricane to a wildfire? Oh, yes, there's a big difference there in that hurricanes you have a chance, a notification. You would have a chance to get things prepared to leave town, you could board up your windows, you have about a week's notice on a hurricane. But on a fire, you might have 15 minutes notification. Right, so there, so there is a definite difference. Oh, yes, very much so. Allison, what do you think? I think the same thing. In my case, I have two dogs and two cats that I would have to have them boarded while I leave. And I do have two grown sons, but then they would leave also with me to go and help if we needed. Eleanor? Yeah, I have a dog and a cat, and I have a grown son that lives with me, so we would all have to prepare to go at the same time. Now, do you find that kids are aware of the need to have a disaster plan kit? I think they are more today than they used to be. I think because of the Internet, because of things they're taught in school, I think children are much more prepared today than they were before. And, of course, we've had a lot of disasters in the last few years that kids have been involved in, real bad disasters. Right. Yeah, because I was thinking since there's a lot, if there isn't that many disasters happening, that they wouldn't be, like, worrying about it because it's not happening. But now it's happening over and over again, time and time again. Yeah, so but it's it's been about six years since we've had any problems here in Flagler County. So people have gotten complacent. Right. And they're not as worried today as they were, say, in 2005, right after the hurricanes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, here in Florida, we are affected by hurricanes and wildfires, like you were saying. Now, what are some major differences you need to do for disaster plan for your home 
when you're faced with a wildfire or a hurricane? With a wildfire, there's not a whole lot you can do. You've got to rely on the firemen to stop the fire, and they may not be able to. So you need to make sure that you take your important papers, your insurance papers, medical papers, um, anything that you cannot replace, your pictures, pictures of your children as they're growing up. These are the things you need to take with you. With a hurricane, you've got more notice. You've got time to maybe box some things up or put them in the safe or things like that. But a wildfire, you don't have a whole lot of time. Now, Eleanor, um, what do you think on that? Well, I, I feel prepared and I'm ready to go at any time with all my important papers and, and my son and, and pets. Allison? I'm prepared also. I have everything I need. I keep in a bag that I take with me. Plus, I have the dog food and cat food for the pets to take. And my sons have their bags packed just in case we all have to leave at the same time. Well, if you would like to have a guest on spot on my show, email me by clicking the contact host button on the Voice America Kids. Um, also, I'm keeping up with what's happening in Eagle Junior's world. Log on to the iradioblog.com. Or Facebook Mario Jr. at any time, or tweet me at EcoJr98. Let's take a break. Today is another again, another one on Mario Jr. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports. Or was a kid at some time in your life? We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Want to laugh yourself silly over the crazy happenings of the celeb world and beyond? Tune in to Behind the Mask on Voice America Kids. Your hosts will uncover the celebrities you know and love, along with some that you might not know in this country, but they are admired across the world. But it's not just the famous that need to look out. We'll look inside the music biz, stage, and of course, the big screen. Listen to Behind the Mask every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Broadway and 5 p.m. Hollywood side on the Voice America Kids channel. Keep thinking green. You're tuned in to Alive and Green with Mario Jr. on Voice America Kids. Saving the planet one hour a week at a time. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids. I am Mario Jr. and you are listening to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green Show. And our topic today is global warming safety with Palm Coast 13. Now, we were talking about your safety kit and your go box and things like that. Or and and what what are the difference between a wildfire and a hurricane? Now, what I was thinking, why do you think we're we're being hit with so many fires? Do you think that people are setting those off, or do you think those are only by the weather? No, I believe it's because of the weather. You've had some lightning strikes recently, even though we haven't had rain. We have had lightning strikes, and even a simple act such as a car backfiring will start a fire. It is so dry. We are so high right now on our scale. We're over 600 
on our dryness scale, and that's why we're having so many fires. Allison, what do you think on that? I think the same reason we're so, so dry that we have not had rain for a long time, then that's why the fires are starting. People are some, sometimes saying that hurricanes are good because of the rain and so like so much rain, depending on where you're at. Because I know some hurricanes, it you can have a outbreak of it and it's just purely just hard rain, but it's nothing serious like that. What do you? You're talking about a type one hurricane, which would be mostly rain, uh, winds up to 50 miles an hour. And yes, we could use one right now because it would bring in the moisture that we need. Uh, however, in some of the states just north of us, they've had tremendous amounts of rain. I know that in New York, they can't even get their planning done. For the farmers can't get their planning done because they've had so much rain. So it wouldn't be good for them to have a hurricane, but for us, it would be very good. Now, I know that um, Georgia just had a flood happen in Atlanta, I believe. I don't, I don't know exactly where it is, but I know it is in Georgia. Now, why do you think that happened? I'm not sure why that happened. I think that was a flash flood, which is something that has you don't have any warning for either. It is suddenly dropping 25 to 26 inches of rain in a matter of, you know, hours, and there's nowhere for the water to go, and that's what happens with flash flooding. Oh, wow, so there is flash flooding and flash fire. Now, is there now, is there any kind of other flash weather changes to, like, like flash lightning or something like that? Well, you have lightning strikes, but a lot of times when you get a tornado, you ha- get that off a hurricane. Because a tornado will come down out of a hurricane because of the winds and everything. So you could have a hurricane end up with tornadoes, end up with flooding at the same time. Wow. So you can have like like a double whammy. You could have a double or triple (laughs) whammy, yes. (laughs) Now, what do you think some first reactions are from some people when a natural disaster is coming? Most people want to help their neighbors. They want to get out. They want to see what they can do to help they honestly are concerned for their neighborhood, their neighbors, and how they can help people. Uh, Depending on how bad the damage is, then, of course, you might have the problem with there not being enough supplies for everybody, and that's when you start having problems because people have to have supplies, and sometimes they'll try and get them any way they can. Right. Allison? In my case, my neighbor next door, I have to check on her every day see if she's all right. And she would need the medical team to come and transport her to where they need to put her because she's on um, on oxygen and needs help. Eleanor? Well, I don't have any problems with my neighbors, but uh, I think we all have to keep looking out for everyone anyway. If we have an emergency that's coming to make sure everyone does get the proper help. Now, that's interesting because... Now, do you think it would run smooth, more smoothly if they had a, like a, like a mini cert team in your neighborhood, or like some sort of group that just makes sure, it's like the if there's a natural disaster, that's what house or group that you go to to make sure you have all the supplies. The cert team is a good idea because the training is the same for all cert teams, um, whether it's young people or whether it's older people you have training on how to do certain things search and rescue but anybody can help during a natural disaster anybody can go to their neighbors and help Uh, young people especially can go next door and see if their neighbors are elderly maybe they need lawn furniture moved in maybe they need garbage cans put in these things like that children can help us so much with that we can't do ourselves there's a lot of widows like myself out there who would really could use that help from young people well, that's interesting. So you're so you so you do want a good amount of people to help the neighborhood for when that disasters happen, so it doesn't run so um, jagged. It can run smoothly. So if everybody's in a calm and relaxed state, that they know every everybody's okay. So that's so that's a really good interesting um, thing that have. Now, does the CERT team work with a pet safety also? The pet safety here in Flagler County is handled by the Humane Society. They have what's called a DART team, and these people are trained how to handle animals during a disaster because animals are as frightened or more frightened than humans because they don't know what's going on. So they can lash out. Even the calmest pet can lash out and hurt you. 
So people need to be trained how to take care of someone else's animals. Their own may even turn on them. So it's very important that they get training before they try and help with animals. Well, you are listening to the Voice America Kids. And you know I am Mario Jr. And our topic today is global warming safety with Palm Coast 13. Now, Mom, what do you think on just that, just with the pets and safety, how they might be more frightened than us? Wow. I tell you, Mario Jr., that information is very new. I had no idea that even your own pet could lash out and become afraid as well. I was thinking or under the impression that uh, they would feel your calmness and go along with what you're doing. However, during a natural disaster, things change. Well, that is definitely true because I know for some dogs that they might be more mad or meaner than others. And I know especially like cats or dogs or something that has like a talon or some mm -hmm. teeth or something that, that they know that they can hurt somebody that exactly. when, they're, when they're frightened. So, Allison, do you have any dogs? Like, you have dogs? I have two dogs. I have a Jack Russell. I have a Yorkie. I have oh. two cats also. <laughs> Eleanor? Yeah, I have a dog and I have a cat, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Linda? I have two dogs and about 15 birds. Wow. <laughs> now, hope, now, hopefully not. Nope, no, uh, none of your pets turn on you. I hope they, if they're a natu natural disaster, I hope that they're all okay and they know that they know the procedures. <laughs> well, mm -hmm. anytime you have something going on, pets are going to be scared. So it, it's very important that especially young people remember that because they're not going to act like your best friend at that point. They're scared <laughs> just like you are. Mm -hmm. Now, what are some of the do's and don'ts to overcome the aftermath of a natural disaster? Don't go outside immediately after something happens because you could have electric wires down you could touch an electric wire and you know most of the deaths that have occurred after a natural disaster is people going out what we call looky-loos to see what's happened okay uh to see they'll get in their car and ride around to see the damage and that's the worst thing possible you can do take care of yourself stay home until the authorities tell you it's all right to go out eleanor well i believe that's the most safe way to be just stay home and, to, and if you can, listen to the radio if it's available to see what's going on in your neighborhood. And, and then wait for the all clear before you do right. go out. <laughs> <laughs> Allison? The same here. I wouldn't go out because you may have tree limbs down also that you couldn't get your car out of the garage if it is. So I would just wait in the house until you get the all clear now that's interesting now i know when i went to the practice you guys were doing a quiz that was really interesting we'll talk about that for a little bit actually that that was kind of interesting because you have like different actions that you have to do and summaries that you had now what was interesting to me was when you had a map of different things there's like an elderly person heard over there and a bridge torn down or something right. like that. Can, uh, can you elaborate quick, quickly on that? Uh, basically, what we were trying to do, or what I was trying to do as a teacher that day, was to give you the option of seeing how bad it could be. I mean, if you've got bridges out and roads out, and you've got an elderly or injured person, then you have to think, how am I going to get that person out? How can I get help to them? Do I move them? There's a lot of things you have to consider, especially after a natural disaster. Maybe the best thing to do is just stay with that person and not right. move them until medical help gets there. Right. Now, what was interesting, now, do you also do that, like, every day, like, like a day-to-day -day basis that you have to have, like, a, a um, certificate to know that you are certified to have a help? It's not necessary for you to have a certificate to know that you can help uh, a cert. Uh, is certification that you have that no one can take away from you. I mean, it's a training that you'll have. But to help people, you don't need a certificate. You just need a willing heart and a willing hand. <laughs> well, if you would like to share your green story as a guest, email me by clicking the contact host button on voiceamericakids.com. Also, keep up what was happening in my world. Log on to the iradioblog.com or Facebook, Mario Wesley Jr., or tweet me at ecojr98. Let's take a break. I'm Mario Jr. Keep it right here.
You're listening to the Voice America Kids. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you believe in the supernatural? Well, some do and some don't, which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. Put them together and you get some great discussion and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal, and then some. Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Keep thinking green. You're tuned in to Alive and Green with Mario Jr. on Voice America Kids. Saving the planet one hour a week at a time. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids. As you know, I'm Mario Jr. and you are listening to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green show. And our topic today is global warming, safety with Calm Coast 13. Also, today I'm speaking with my guests, Miss Allison, Miss Eleanor, and Miss Linda. Hello, ladies. How are you doing? Doing fine. fine. Great. Now, well, before we jump back into the green, let me give the riddle to the joke of the day. And you know I will give you the answer at the end of the show. Mm -hmm. Why do hurricanes travel so fast? Hmm. (laughs) That's a good question. That is a good question. Okay. Well, thank you. Well, now we'll get back to the green. According to the facts and figures on natural disaster, the number of disasters has grown fewer than 100 to, since 1995 to more than 400 in 2005. Approximately 2.6 billion were affected by the natural disasters over the past 10 years compared to 1.6 billion in the previous decade. Now with this growth, in, is there only a certain team or are there several groups affiliated in different states? There are CERT teams in different states, but um, majority of the disasters are handled by faith-based organizations. The United Methodist, the Baptist, uh, these groups have people out there helping during natural disasters also. Now, can you explain to me what the EOC is and the ONIX team, the EOC and and the ONX system? Emergency Operations Center is the EOC. Okay. That's where all of the day-to-day operations go on. I'm not sure what you mean by ONX. Okay. Interesting. Now, is the CERT team only for local emergencies, or are you finding ways to help other continents like Europe and Japan? Uh, at the present time, it is exactly what it says, community okay. emergency response teams. However, 
in a national disaster, teams could be called up to go into other states and possibly overseas if necessary. What would you do if you were at home and was faced with a natural disaster? It would depend on the natural disaster and how I responded to it. First of all, I'd make sure my myself, my family, and my pets were taken care of because if I'm concerned about them, I can't be helping my neighbors. Eleanor? The same thing. I have to be concerned first for my own personal house, my own personal property. Allison? The same thing. I'd have to be concerned about myself and my two sons, my house, and my pets. <laughs> now, And also, I'll remember to make sure my family's safe when there is a natural disaster coming also. <laughs> Correct, because you have to be sure your family's all right, so you're not worried about them right. when you're trying to help somebody else. Yeah, because you can't help you can't help others when you when you can't even help yourself. That is correct. So that's that's a good. So is that is that number one or is that like? No, that's number one okay. because even during a disaster, you can't let yourself get too tired either. Because if you're so tired that you end up sick, then how can you help someone else? So you have to take care of yourself first. Right. Okay, that's interesting. What is the last hurricane that really hit Florida hard? 2004 and 5. 2004, we had three hurricanes that hit this area, which was Charlie, Francis, and Jean. Okay. Uh, after that, we then had two more, Wilma and Rita, that hit south of here down in Miami and in that vicinity. And then, of course, Katrina hit the following year, 2005, in Louisiana on that portion. Right. And, okay, so that's interesting also. Now, Mom, so what do you think on that by having the different hurricanes happening? I tell you, from with us being from New Orleans, Louisiana, we are familiar with hurricanes. And no matter how what the category is, it's always frightening. You always are concerned. Um, I think having meetings and groups, organizations like the CERT team, uh, different community centers, giving this information is so helpful because no matter how prepared you are in the time of a disaster, it's not planned. And I think that's the tricky part. So I, I really appreciate this time to get some more information. Now, what my question really is for hurricanes, now what causes hurricanes to happen? Well... <laughs> <laughs> it's a weather pattern, and it's it picks up weather in the oceans, and depending on the tides and how big it will build, but it's a weather pattern. Now, does that have an effect on, like, the... So that does have an effect on the ocean, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So do you think that... So is there a possibility that a hurricane can make a tsunami come close to... Um, a tsunami a is from an earthquake, Okay. But, yes, you could have an earthquake at the same time you have a hurricane. You know, it would depend on the circumstances. Right. Okay, well, you are listening to the Voice of America Kids. I am Mario Jr. And, you know, our topic today is global warming safety with Palm Coast 13. Well, hey, find out some things that we can do on the CERT team um, for the next segment. Well, Miss Allison and Miss Eleanor, what are your duties at the CERT volunteer okay my job is one if they need us for phone calls i'm at the voc answering the phone calls we have a sheet of information when they call and we read to them or also i'm in the kitchen depends where they need me at eleanor i go into the kitchen and i help prepare food do whatever is needed to get things ready for uh, the volunteers who come in that need to be fed. And if there's a disaster out in, uh, in, in the community, we uh, have these boxes that we fill with food, which can be transported out to help the people who are working out in the field. Interesting. That's really cool. Now, is the food donated to the CERT team, or do you have to purchase it yourself? The food is purchased by the county. Okay. Anytime there's a natural disaster, the county allows so much money for the disaster. And out of that, uh, a lot of restaurants and stores will donate a certain amount of food. But uh, after a while, it comes down to you have to buy it because they can only donate just so much. Right. And so, still stay in business, you know. Right. So, that, so that's going back into being prepared. Now, do you have radars for tracking any sort of uh, natural disaster? Yes. 
they have it set up at the Emergency Operations Center, the United you know, the Weather Service out of Jacksonville, and you can put it in your own computers. <laughs> you can put the Weather um, Bureau right on your computers, and any time that you have bad weather coming, they have what they call a weather bug that would announce that weather bad weather was coming your way. Now, when that when a now I'm interested by the do we have a siren that has the like that when natural disasters come? No. We don't have sirens here in Florida. Okay. That's not anything that would be of too much use. Uh, you all live here in Palm Coast. I live on the west side of the county. Okay. There's like 70,000 of you here. There's like 10,000 of us out there. So oh, it, it wouldn't be feasible to let everyone know with a siren. Okay. So it, so when you have a siren, that means that you have, that's more when you have um, uh, more max of people. I think more in uh, what they call the Bible Belt area, where they have a lot of tornadoes and things. They have more sirens there. Okay, so here. so where do you think that they have the most tornadoes hit? For Oklahoma. Our Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma, <laughs> Texas, right in that vicinity is where you have more tornadoes than any place else. It's what they call Tornado Alley. Oh, okay, that's why they call it. Okay. Yep. So why do you think that? So that happens because. It has a lot of winds over there. I'm not sure why it happens out there. I'm really not. Uh, I have been out there to the National Hurricane or Center, you know, the Bad Weather Center out there in Norman, Oklahoma. And they had to close this year because tornadoes were headed towards them. They had to vacate. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so so. Because isn't, isn't that when you have a lot of winds, like wouldn't it be kind of like dry in Texas and the Oklahoma part it of is, it? It is very dry out there. So does that cause like more like uh, like a more happening for tornadoes? Again, that's weather pattern, and I don't um, I don't really understand why it happens more in Tornado Alley than any place else. But apparently, because of the the weather that comes the through weather. there, the winds mm-hmm. and things. Now, do you sell safety kits, or do you um, have to tell? Do you, do you just make sure everybody has them to like just telling them? By say, you mean their go boxes, yes. food and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's up to each individual family to okay. make up their what we call go boxes or uh, preparedness. Now going back to Oklahoma. Now, what are some of the states that have the most disasters? Like period. Well, Oklahoma and Texas with tornadoes, uh, Florida hurricanes, and North Carolina surprisingly has a lot of hurricanes. Okay, interesting. And. Uh, Really, Louisiana d- didn't have a whole lot until Katrina hit, but right. when Katrina hit, it pretty much wiped everything out. So, right. Allison? Well, the same thing, you know. I would assume we have it here, but, you know, not that much in Florida, as far as I know, since I've been here. Eleanor? Well, the hurricanes keep coming up the coast, and mm-hmm. it, we never know if it's going to hit us. It might swerve <laughs> outward, and then we're lucky. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Hey, find out how you can be a guest on my show. Email me by clicking the contact host button on voiceamericakids.com. Also, keep up with what's happening in Eco Junior's world. Log on to the iradioblog.com or Facebook Mario Wesley Jr. or tweet me at EcoJr98. Let's take a break. I'm Mario Jr. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. <laughs> 
What is Take Two? Take two crazy hosts, put them in front of two microphones, and use your two ears to enjoy the fun. Times two. Take two. We'll go back, way back to the favorite TV shows of our childhood. Your parents' childhood. Um, no. Uh, try again, Chris. Take two. We'll take you back to the favorite TV shows of our generation, past and present, and apply them to what's going on in our own lives. Trust us, it'll be a blast. Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. There is so much going on in the tech field. The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune in to the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here, and because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this forum of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Keep thinking green. You're tuned in to Alive and Green with Mario Jr. on Voice America Kids. Saving the planet one hour a week at a time. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids. I am Mario Jr. And, of course, you are listening to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green show. And our topic today is global warming with safety with Palm Coast 13. And who is ready for that joke of the day? Okay, I promise in this segment you will get them. Why do hurricanes travel so fast? Can you tell me the differences in hurricane category winds? Category winds can be from category 1 to category 5, starting at 50 miles an hour and going up to 125 to 140 miles an hour. Wow. If you stop and think about that, if you're driving your car at 50 miles an hour, stick your head out the window and let them throw lawn furniture at you. (laughs) that's crazy (laughs) now that happens when there is a that's that's that that is a serious hurricane when it when it's on 50 any time you have a hurricane coming it can be serious because you don't know it might be a category one when it hits land but if it goes back out in the ocean it could come back in as a category four you have no way of knowing and that's exactly what happened with katrina Right. When it came across Florida, it was a Category 1. By the time it got to Louisiana, it was a Category 5. Okay. Okay. So that, yes, I heard that um, when it goes back into the ocean, it, it, it can pick up. Pick up steam. Right. Yeah. So are, can it pick up or lose? It can, yes, okay. depending on uh, okay. what the weather is and how hot the water is and things like that, yes. Okay. Allison, what are the different the differences in the hur- hurricane category winds? I'm not sure, but all I know is like Category 1 would be the, the smallest win, okay. as that's the one I would like to be in if we had <laughs> one, because you just get basically the rain. Right. And then when you're up in the higher ones, that's when you have the building destruction. Okay, so okay, so it goes from, the, so it does go from destruction, like low destruction to like high destruction mm-hmm. from buildings and doors and things like that. That's correct. Okay. Where you could have lawn furniture thrown around in a Category 1, you could have a building destroyed in Category 5. Mom? Wow, this is serious information. I'm so glad we had this opportunity to really uh, once again reinstate to everyone because, if I'm not mistaken, we're in hurricane season right now here in Florida. 
and uh, with the natural disasters that are going on around the globe, uh, since this is a global show, you know, we don't want to leave out anyone. Uh, we're focused here on the Florida, what happens here in Florida. But these disaster tips go for everyone. So please pay attention, listeners, and for, by all means, get your kits together. That is definitely true. Now, yeah, now, it. hopefully we do have a Category 1 that's not too horrible so we can have some rain here, like um, like like we were saying in the first segments. Um, not to have a horrible one, but just have a branch of it to have just some good rain, not too horrible, just some wind and rain. Nothing, you know, that's going to be like, oh, my goodness, we have a natural disaster here. <laughs> now, we don't have tornadoes often, but do you have some tips for our listeners that may have that may have lived in on tornado states? Well, we do have tornadoes here. On Christmas Day two years ago, we had a very bad tornado here down in Daytona Beach, hit Emory-Riddle, and took out several buildings. Wow. Uh, Also killed several people over in Lake County here in Florida. So we do have bad tornadoes here occasionally. And for some reason, they seem to hit the middle of the state more than the coastline. And I don't know the reasoning behind that. But any time you hear of a tornado, you need to get undercover. You need to stay safe. I mean, there is no playing around with that, staying outside, watching it, filming it, or anything else. You need to get safe. Now, the, I know that there is definitely a different go box for a tornado because that's more of like a one hit, but it can come back and take your house. Like, So what if you are in the house and it does take off? Or like, do you have any like some sort of go box for that? No, <laughs> because a tornado... Even your uh, radios that we have, most of us have on the CERT team, that go off warning. You, The most warning we've ever been given here in the state of Florida is 13 minutes for a tornado. In 13 minutes, you can't get yourself up dressed and out and get your stuff. So you need to have everything prepared no matter what disaster it is. Whether it's flooding. I mean, I had flooding at my house this last year, but Palm Coast did not. I had 14 inches of water in my front yard. Palm Coast didn't have that. So even in the same county, you can have disasters on one side of the county or on one side of the street. So you need to be prepared for any kind of disaster anytime. Yes, that's really interesting that I found out in Florida that you can have rain on one side of the street and one side there isn't any rain. That's correct. You can can literally just step out one side, you have no rain, and one side you do have rain. You can look out the front of your house and it not be raining, in the back it's raining. (laughs) Right. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Yeah, that is really interesting. Now, you're listening to the Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr., and our topic today is global warming, safety with Palm Coast 13. That, that, yeah, that was like interesting that I found out. That was like one of the first things I found out that was really interesting and weird in Florida that you can have just different things happening, like especially like rain. One side of the road has no rain, one side mm-hmm. it does. It's like really interesting. I saw that in Kentucky one time too. It amazed me. <laughs> it just, you know, that it's raining on one side of the street and the other side's got the sun shining. <laughs> <laughs> Very strange. Mom, what, what do you have on that? It uh, sounds like a bad hair day um, in the making, you know. <laughs> Ellen, Eleanor? Yeah, it, it certainly does. I'm, we have to be prepared for whatever is going to happen. <laughs> strange things are always going on. <laughs> Allison? Yeah, same thing. I'm from Colorado, so I know all about, you know, the weather. Because there we have the snow and it melts and it okay. floods quite a bit. As here, I don't have the snow, so it's a different climate completely for me here. Right. Now, that's really interesting. Also, now, can you give me some um, emergency management hotlines that you can go to for anybody that is in a natural disaster? Well, the emergency um, management number here is area code 386-313-4200. Okay. That's the number to reach emergency operations here in Flagler County. Uh, in the front of your phone books, in any community, you should have an emergency operations number, and that would be a number that I had pasted right on my refrigerator. Okay. And also, every one of them have websites. Now, the website here is flaglereemergency.com, and if you go on there, you can see a map of where the fires are here in the county, and they try and keep that updated at all times. Okay, so that's when... 
So do you do you use those when the the, the disaster is happening or like before or after? Usually before, because when the disaster is happening, you may not have power. Right. So you may have to listen to portable radios, or you may have to get information by telephone by calling the emergency operations center. As Allison and Ellen are both said, they are answering phones over there. So they have that information. People calling in, they can give them the information as to what is going on on the telephone. And the telephones will continue to work because they're on big batteries, even if the power goes down. That is interesting. Let me ask, does the CERT group do practice where you have a certain amount of people call into the unit to see if you can handle the magnitude of calls that are coming in during a disaster? We have done that in the past, Had uh, and as a matter of fact, I believe they're going to try and have a training over there tomorrow for more call center takers so that they can train on how to set it up and uh, bring in calls, a number of calls, so that they can answer those phone calls. Allison, um, do you have any, like, practices on that? I don't have that much practice. I have just a few practices. Wow, it's almost time to go. And today we've been talking about global warming safety with Palm Coast 13. But before we go, how about I give you that joke of the day and that great green tip? I know you've been waiting for the answer to the riddle. Here we go. First, let me say the riddle again. Why do hurricanes travel so fast? <laughs> for our listeners out there, why do hurricanes travel so fast? I don't know why. <laughs> I don't okay, know well, why either. <laughs> well, okay, here's the answer. Because if they traveled slowly, we'd have to call them slow canes. Uh. <laughs> 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 and now here's your great green tip. Now, for the great green tip, we're going to give you great green facts also. Allison? Okay. I've heard that the fire department here is asking citizens for bottles of water because they need it for their self. They need to be dropped off at the emergency operations center in Benel. Anybody else? <laughs> okay, well, now we're going to go back to our green facts. Now, what was interesting for that, dirty snow melts faster than clean, and also in 10 minutes, a hurricane releases more energy than all the world's nuclear weapons combined. And also interesting is oak trees are struck by lightning more than any other tree. Wow, Mario Jr., those are some they those are some really great green facts and uh, it's really going to help the community. And what was that first one that you read? The first one was dirty snow melts faster than clean. So for maybe New Yorkers, maybe put some dirt have some dirt or something so you can have like your porch or something like with no snow i don't i don't know how that can happen but mm -hmm. it's interesting that was like like a like a fun fact that i read well if you would like to have a guest spot on this show email me by clicking the contact host button on the voiceamericakids.com also keep up with what's happening in my green adventures log on to iradioblog.com or Facebook Mario Ridley Jr. or tweet me at EcoJr98. Thank you for everyone joining on my show. Thank Linda, you for having us. Allison, Thank you. And Happy, to, happy to have been here. <laughs> you have been listening to the, the Mario Jr. Alive and Green show. I'm Mario Jr. asking you, what are you doing to go green? On VoiceAmericaKids.com. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Mario Jr. will be here again next week with another edition of Alive and Green. We hope you'll join us again, too, right here on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.